You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You have got to be kidding me. Out of 30,000 people or whatever. Oh, that more run, than that. That run so. the Shamrock <laughs> run here in Portland. I'm the one on their main picture. <laughs> I was alerted to that by somebody, too. I'm like, that can't possibly be true. No, and I didn't believe it either. And it is. But I'm taking a look at their advertisement. It says, experience Shamrock, large, loud, legendary. And there I am, right in the middle of the picture. Yes, thank you to Michael, who sent me that alert to let me know. (laughs) Does that mean that they owe me money now? I don't know. You could say that they're using your um, they're using my your image. You didn't have to. You didn't sign anything before. I probably did. Probably. <laughs> Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, don't forget, uh, Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by many different things, including H and R Block. Yeah. Which H and R Block? It is the time to get your taxes done now, and they have a very special thing if you haven't done it, where they will double check the last couple of years of your taxes to make sure if you were doing them yourself or you had somebody else doing them that they do them right and they do them correctly so uh, and see if you maybe have some more money out there waiting for you so definitely take your take your taxes in there at H&R Block set up an appointment here in Portland our office is over on Sandy mm-hmm. and they are a great Gilbert they've been helping guy. us for years I love Gilbert yeah. yeah Gilbert gets everything done right and as I've said before um, you know I uh, I also have, wow, there's some comments in the chat that are just like took the window. I think that was um, a joke. <laughs> so, so, that was very much a joke. So, uh, <laughs> so H&R Block, though, uh, fantastic service, and they will get your taxes done. They have been doing them for years for us. And as I've said many times before, I've been audited a couple of times. Through, through things of no, none of my... He was uh, referencing the guy in front of you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> through things of uh, things that were not my fault, and uh, they helped me out tremendously with that. So, yes. Anyway, yeah, back to this. <laughs> so, we were talking about the Shamrock Run picture, and I'm like, I'm looking at all the pictures from the network party, which are all great pictures, but, you know... Greg, can I just say, my self-esteem has plummeted. Why? why? Like... like uh, This happens every time. So so our Fun Employment Radio Network party was this last Saturday, and we had a lot of people, including uh, uh, Jay Henderson, and then David was taking some amazing pictures. Which we're going to have a giveaway for for David uh, coming up here in a bit. Cool. Yes, we've got a giveaway for David Leonidas and his pictures, which all the pictures, the photography is amazing. Sarah and I both, well, you know, let's let's be honest. We're we're entertainers. We also have have self-esteem issues. No, and we have big egos. Let's just say that. Like, I don't... do, Do I... Like, I feel... I felt okay. Like when I was getting ready, when I tried on my dress, when I was doing everything, did my hair, I'm like, all right. And then every damn time, the pictures are amazing and they're high quality and everyone looks great, except for I just cannot stop picking myself apart. <laughs> so there is no greater motivation than pictures where you look like where, where you look like you've put on a few pounds just to get your ass out of bed and start running, which is what I did this morning. Yeah. All I have to do is look at one of the pictures and be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to have that many chins. Let's just oh. let's go. And I think it didn't help either, like, you know, that we were up on a stage and a lot of, you know, like, a lot of the shots from people from the audience and such were, like, lower down. Yeah. So, I mean, nobody really looks that great from a lower right. down Right, yeah, angle. well, shot from, yeah, shot from below. Yeah, who who looks good necessarily that way? But mm-hmm. I, I think there's some, there are some great pictures. I disagree. I think you look great in them. But, you know, that's all up to personal self-esteem. Uh, but, uh, Which I have when it was, of. <laughs> so, so, what I was uh, referencing with this, so the Shamrock Run is something that happens every year here in Portland, uh, around, I'm, I'm sure it's other places as well, where there is, uh, it's, it's a big run that happens on, on our close to St. Patrick's Day. 
And last year, Sarah and I ran the 8K. They have a 5K, 8K, and 15K. And then they have some walks as well. Last year, Sarah and I both ran the 8K. This year, we decided to do the 15K, not really thinking about the fact that our listener party was right before that. Mm -hmm. And so we've been so busy with that. We honestly haven't had time to run. I know you're not supposed to make that excuse. You always find time to do it. And plus, it was snowing for a while there. I mean, that's why I was starting to get motivated, and then it started snowing. I'm like, well, I don't have a gym membership, and I can't go anywhere. Yeah, so, so both of us are a little bit... I would say not in shape to run a 15K, which no. in case you don't know, that's a little over nine miles. That's 9.3 miles. Yeah. Holy God. Oh, my God. It just finally hit me today, like when I was running. I went for a three-mile run today. Mm-hmm. That's oh, only that's great. not even a third of the way. It's not a third. Oh, God. Multiply that by three times, mm-hmm. plus a little bit. Yep. So the picture, uh, Shamrock Run, which we ran last year, they're doing all these advertisements. And apparently, I'm in one of the pictures. So they had like the big photographer underneath the starting line. And I'm one of the people in the picture, just inexplicably. And uh, when, when we were showing this, we put this into the live chat. We'll put it up at funemploymentradio.com, too. Somebody in the chat wrote, speaking of our self-esteem, Pick wrote, he's like, wow, Greg, you, you gained a lot of weight. And I'm I like, totally oh, threw Greg what off. Do you, what do you yeah. mean? I've gained a lot of weight? I mean, I'm not feeling great about myself. I know I haven't run. He was uh, making fun of the fact that there was somebody in front of me who was a little bit larger than I am. Mm-hmm. And taller. Picture. Yeah. Yes. And, taller. <laughs> and in no way you. Also, I noticed a lot of comments about the fact I'm wearing a beanie in that. It was at 8 a.m. and it was like 40 degrees. So it was It's going to be even colder. Because we have cold. to start earlier since we're running further. Yeah. Oh, God. Yep, yep. So we have, we have to go basically 0 to 15K in about three and a half weeks. Yeah, because they have those three apps weeks. and things for like the couch to 5K. They don't really make a whole like couch to 15K, probably because <laughs> it's not like a smart thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a, that's a long ways. That's a long, long ways that we're going to be running. I mean, and we did Hood to, Co- or, yeah, Hood to Coast in August, but I've lost anything I gained from Hood to Coast, I would say, since I haven't done a very good job over the last couple of, couple of months. Mm-hmm. It's... Uh, it, it's going to be tough. I know. It will be very difficult. It will be. Plus, if we saw the course, so if you're familiar to the layout of uh, Portland, so basically the Shamrock Run takes place usually on St. Patrick's Day, but I think this one's going to be, it's the Sunday after, right? Uh, it's a Sunday before. Before. So it's the 16th. Okay. Is when the actual run is. Okay, so I can't remember if like I think, where... St. Patrick's Day is the 17th. Okay. So it's on the Sunday. Gotcha. So it's on the Sunday. And uh, so basically the Shamrock Run is all through like the Portland metro area. They shut down a whole bunch of different roads and they're just a bunch of idiots like ourselves. Yeah. And I mean, running. it is thousands. I, I want to say it was like 30,000 people or something like that. I mean, it's thousands and thousands it's of people a, that are involved. It's so many people. Yeah. So many people. And so Greg and I both did it last year, which was the 8K, which kind of, uh, you run down the waterfront and kind of run in through downtown Portland and then back to the waterfront for the finish. So it's like nice mm-hmm. and flat. Right. And it's fun. You it know, really like, wasn't a bad run last no, year. No, it's not bad at all because, and you're like surrounded by a bunch of people and everyone's going, you know, different different speeds so you don't feel like you're lagging behind. And Right. Yeah. And it's not like a hardcore race. You, re- you run at your own pace, you know, however you want to do it. There are people that try to win it and all of that stuff. We are not those kind of people. No. So I just want to finish. And this year, yeah, the the 5K was, or I mean, the 8K was great last year. This is pretty much double. And the the thing is, after you run the first five miles, the rest, the second five miles or four, four point whatever miles are basically going uphill into the hills of up, around Portland. If anyone's familiar with Portland, up through the hills near OHSU. Yeah. 
That's, Straight up the hills. That's a very big elevation what gain. What the fuck were we thinking? I don't know. I don't know. I wanted to sign up for the 15K because I'm like, no, I want to be motivated. Because last year after I got done with, done with the I'm like, oh, man, I could have kept going. I was feeling great. I was in a lot better shape than I am now. Mm. And then there's this. Then there's this. So, yeah, we we have a lot to get ready for. When is it? Wait, it's it's in the teens? I didn't even know. I thought it was like 20-something. No, I believe it is March 16th. March 16th is when this is happening. It is, uh, for a reference, it is February 26th right now. That's like a little over two weeks. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What were we thinking? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Clearly, we weren't. At the, I, when I was rereading it, it's just like, oh, the rough and hilly terrain that, that you have to get used to. And it's like, okay, you got, uh, just so you know, the, the 15K is a little tougher when hilly. Yeah. Yeah. So, there we go. That is what's going to be going on. Mm-hmm. We, we have a lot. Jasmine in the chat says very succinctly, you are so fucked. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we are. So. I'm just going to go at my own pace. I'm only racing against myself and the music, of course. Uh, but, you know, the I'm one, just going to... The one embarrassing thing about it, though, is they do they give you like a time chip when you start. Yeah. And so your times are public when you finish. Even though there's thousands of people, if you want to look up your time, you can look it up. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be reflected on there. And how, it is. How I don't care. As long as... If I survive it, I will be, I will be happy with it that i'm just gonna go my own pace yeah and you know I, even if it even if my jog is like you know like one tenth of a second faster than a walk that's fine i will still be jogging i'll be jogging <laughs> still going still <sighs> going oh boy yeah so i'm gonna be going running this afternoon should we maybe look up like how we're supposed to train for something and uh, i tried to see if there were some uh, some advice couch going, to 15 k in two and a half weeks <laughs> i don't think they have anything like that it's are not you recommended. sure it's, it's not recommended it's not recommended to do something like that you should be in a lot better shape than than both of us are right now and uh well we're, we have no choice let's just let's just see what we look like at the end of two and a half weeks uh, All right, so to say, how much do you need to train to be... Okay, I found some advice. Okay. How much do you need to train to be able to run your first 15K? Uh, some individuals who possess a reasonably good level of fitness because they bicycle or walk or swim or participate in other sports probably go and run out uh, and run nine miles in very little training. But if you've made the decision to run a 15K, you might as well do it right. Oh, God. What's it say? It's a 10-week training schedule. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, so, oh, no. so double everything. Okay, triple double everything. It, actually. Triple okay. everything. Okay, we're supposed to triple everything. Okay, so what do we do if we triple it? All right, so we're supposed to do a lot of walking. Okay. So you're supposed to do a couple long runs. Like how long? I think like seven miles. Oh, God. I'm the, I can't do that right now. Okay. I cannot do that right now. All right. And you just basically have to, I think, get into the mental mindset that you're going to be running for like, you know, two two hours. <laughs> this is just not a good idea. But we're, we're, it's too late. We're signed up for it. So we we have to do it. Yeah. And we're just saying no choice. Giving up is always a choice. But, but we will no. shame you. No, I will not give up. I will do this. Mm-mm. I will do it. I will be doing this. So uh, Nipples in the chat. And I believe he owns or works at a gym he said you can train still start with small runs do one big run then scale it down okay all right so should we start doing like a couple times a day like i already did a three mile run today i don't think should you should do push another it right one? now no okay. not yet i think you want to scale up to that like okay. I, I gotta do one this afternoon i guess i'll try to do a three mile and see see how that see how that works out for me and then so basically what we should be doing at this point is running uh, by next week we should be running an eight mile or a seven mile Really? Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. And then we're supposed to have a week of rest. So basically we only have, it isn't two weeks, I'm sorry, it's a week and a half. Because you're supposed to rest for a week. (laughs) (laughs) This is, seriously, I'm thinking about this. I mean, this is just not, smart. this isn't smart. No. But we're going to be doing it anyway. 
we will be doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. People are suggesting that we <laughs> that we maybe get on steroids. Steroids? Do, do steroids <laughs> help you with that kind of thing? Will steroids make make it better? I don't think so. I should just ask. Well, no, I don't even want to ask my roommate who's the professional runner because he'll just be like, "No, you shouldn't do that. No, don't do that." He, he'll he'll just give me smart advice, and no, I I'm going to do it anyway. No, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it because I know that I can. Because mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, when we did Hood to Coast, the longest leg I ran was about seven and a half miles. This is basically a mile and a half longer than that. Yeah, <laughs> at least it won't be as hot. It won't be. Yeah, hot. that's a good thing. Yeah, it may be pouring down rain on us the entire time. It might be. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> what were we thinking? Well, we get big medals. That's what we were thinking. And I was thinking, yeah, man, it was no problem. I want to be a champion. I'm going to do this better. See, I don't know. I, I don't I don't have any doubt that we can do it. I know that we can do it. I've seen us <laughs> run. I've seen, we've run, you know, when we did Hood to Coast, we both ran the equivalent of 18 miles in a day and a half. Ryland from uh, Guys and Balls is in the chat. He said, HGH might be more what we need or perhaps blood doping. Does anybody <laughs> know how to blood dope? I don't know how to blood dope. I don't know either. I'm not sure how to do it. I'm I couldn't sure even figure out beta blockers. I don't think I can figure out blood doping. <laughs> I'm not sure what blood doping is, but um, you know they don't test. I don't think in this thing, so maybe that's, <laughs> no, that's something true. we have to start. <laughs> What's the Lance Armstrong? Well, seriously, all we're doing is racing against ourselves. Which you're a faster. You've always been a faster runner than me. So we'll just all we need to do is run the nine point. Like this is basically what it is. Just have to run the nine point three miles, and then we get to drink beers all day. Oh, yeah. No, I know the yeah. reward will be great. The reward will be great. So all we need to do is just basically get into the mental mindset, mind over matter, Greg. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just have to be some of the fact that I'm going to be running for probably two hours straight. Right. And so maybe that's what I should, because I, I walk yeah, two a lot hours, of places. About two hours straight. About two hours straight. If you think At least. you break it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so long. That's a long time. So maybe that's one of the that's training things time. that we should do. Like not try and run to like get a time, but just... Like pick out an like an eight mile course and just jog it, jog the entire thing. Just see if we can physically do it for two hours. Yeah, because that's as soon as like because that's I remember when Dan. You want to go run the actual course? No. Okay. No, but uh, when Dan Harbison, when we were training for Head to Coast the first time, remember he was just saying the 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 hardest thing to learn is just like how long it's going to take to run. He's like because he basically was when he was training, he said they just got bored because he was running so long. So we need to get to the point where we're just so. Used to running. I'm so bored with these Mm -hmm. miles and miles. It's just no effort at all. Oh, man. Okay. Well, we're going to have to get used to this idea. So that's something we've got to just get ingrained with it. Yeah. That's what we will be doing. I'm okay. Yeah? I did. Last year, I did better in it than I I thought I would. Okay. So I I don't know. You know what? Slow and steady. That's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to try and win any medals. I'm not trying to beat anybody. I'm not trying to have a heart attack. I am just trying to just get from point A to point B. Okay. Mm. Yes. Yes. Mind over matter. Mind Which means we're probably matter. starting really early, though, right? Probably. Because if we did the eight, eight, we're probably starting at like six or something. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Oh, God. That's probably true, huh? Yeah, and we're going to be in one of the slower ones too which means like all the fast people will start you know right before the 8k so they're still going to come whizzing by us oh yeah they'll they'll all be flying past mm-hmm. us yeah we'll probably annoy them because they'll be out running you know for real and having all this we're going to be running for real just because we're not oh, we'll as be fast running. as them yeah no we will not be as fast as them and then mm-hmm. they'll all pass us and then uh, oh well I, I don't care I can get over that I can yeah. get used to that 
All right. Anyway, now so I just, I, just I trying to get this. from point A to point B. This Eric Stillen story. Yep. Amen to that. That is exactly. That what is it how. Is. That is the, my easiest way of thinking. Like with the, you know, for example, like the stand-up. Just like I've just got to get, just start it and finish it, and that's mm-hmm. it. Well, the way I, I look at it is when I once I start running, I have to get in the mindset that. I'm never going to stop. This is mm-hmm. it. This is life now. This is what it is. You run. There is nothing after running. You just run forever and ever and yep. ever. So get, get in that mindset that this will never, ever change. Nope. And then hopefully at some point in the this future, This is just life. You don't eat. You don't rest. All nope. you do is just move your legs. Yep. You just it. move your legs mm-hmm. and get passed by a whole bunch of like really in shape people getting pissed at you. You know what I should read? I think I'm going to read The Long Walk, the Stephen King book beforehand. Mm-hmm. Because in The Long Walk... Uh, spoilers, it's a really old book. Uh, essentially, it's like a hundred people who start walking, but they're followed by tanks and people with guns. And you get to fall down, I think it's twice. And then it, the second time you fall down, they just shoot you on sight. So the yeah. winner is the person who lasts the longest, the the one person who survives it all. So I'm going to assume that. If I, if I falter, there's going to be somebody uh, chasing me with a tank. See, I can, and I can walk forever. Like, I never get tired of walking. I walk everywhere. I like walking. I feel like this has given me kind of um, like like a leg up on this. I feel like I can do okay because I do I do use my legs all the time. I'm not necessarily running all the time, right? But I do walk everywhere. Yeah. So I feel like I'm I'm okay in that scenario. Sure, good. That's positive thinking. Okay. I'm going the opposite way, so I'm going to try to get get. In all right, Amy Singh. It says we start at seven forty a.m. Oh dear God. <laughs> oh dear God. Uh, I mean, I know they have it then, but then we'll, well, yeah, we'll be one of the first ones. So, no, yeah. we we start. Yeah, we will be one of the first ones because we're the slower people. Yeah, we're the slower people running the longest distance. We're going to be right there at the bottom end of the thing. Oh I'll God. just be happy that there'll be, there'll be somebody we'll beat. Do you think? I hope I hope oh, so. God. You'll I don't be- want to be the very last person. No, at least you'll beat me. That's you true. Know I'll that beat you'll, you. You know you'll beat me. That's true. So at least I won't be the very last person. Well, then thanks, Greg. I'll be the very last person. <laughs> but I could be the last guy, though. Oh, no. Uh, oh, well. Yeah, I'm starting to panic a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, if you uh, run long distance and you have any advice for us, please send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us, give Anything us. that can help us in the next, you know, two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything that can get us, get us there quickly. <laughs> oh, all right. Well. I just figure anything like lots of water and exercise and healthy foods mm-hmm. and then just, you know. Just one step at a time. Yeah, one step at a time. Yeah. There we go. Sarah's, I mean, it's not like we're running a marathon. No. Sarah's practicing right now in her chair. She's I am. moving her arms. I am. I did just buy a running backpack. I was, I'm was. i very excited about my purchase because last year I didn't have one, so I had to run carrying all my stuff in my hands. So I just bought a running backpack, and I looked like an idiot because I was in the store, like running, like kind of jogging in place with it, making sure that it would you stay put. You were running around trying to, trying to do in that? In place. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. Um, all right. Well, other things that uh, take up our time. Of course, you know, we do this show five days a week right here out of Portland, Oregon. And with that, you know, this is the primary business, but we have side businesses. And there's something I haven't done here for a little while because I'm always looking for side work. If you have side work you believe I may be interested in, send us an email. <laughs> uh, and one of those things, though, is I go on to Craigslist, which has usually always been a good way to find some extra, like, voiceover work or acting gigs or thing, or hosting work. Well, it used to be more so than... Used currently, to be more so right? than currently. <laughs> so in a, in a segment we call Greg's List, I, I did go on there and take a look at some things. Now, there are a couple that I might actually be interested in, in applying for. And then there's some, Sarah, that may be more up your alley, or at least you would be more qualified for than I would. Wait, what do you mean? Uh, you found a, a job for me? Well, I found a job that oh. requires females. Is it? Oh, what kind of job, Greg? You got my hopes up for a second. Well, I'll tell you. There's a couple of different ones. So first, though, let me let me 
propose this one to you as another way for me to supplement some income. And it's it's this. So this is the posting. New TV show casting people who make money who make money by renting their possessions. Which I rent out rooms in my house. Yeah. So that's kind of that's you know the house is my possession I suppose. Sure. It says uh, are you using Airbnb and making money from renting your home to renting your dog, your car, and yourself? Renting your dog? Apparently, you can rent your. Do-, do people rent out their dogs? People rent out their dogs. I don't know. Do people rent out their children, too? Like, that's weird. Well, they don't advertise on Craigslist for that one. Well, I guess you did use your old roommate's dog for a commercial, and he, and he did get paid for it. Yeah, he did get paid for mm-hmm. it. So you did, in fact, rent a dog. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I'll have to look and see if I can find that commercial. Sarah and I were both in that. Yeah. Uh, so this says, though, yeah, from renting, and uh, and you can rent out yourself to complete errands for others. If you or someone you know is making a living by renting your possessions and or time, we want to hear from you. And so it's a it says a successful television production company, which you always know it's legit when they don't say what it is, yeah. is looking for interesting people. And then they just kind of repeat everything. It's a TV series for a major cable network, Sarah. <gasps> oh, my gosh, Greg. This could be your big break. A major cable network. Mm-hmm. Now, they don't say who they are in this, but they do want you to send something with your name, your bio, relevant links, photos, and contact information with, of course, out saying anything about who they are, giving a legitimate email address. Nonetheless, though, I think this may be something I could do. Okay, I think that you probably could. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So I may, maybe I can do that next Did you already send in your application? Uh, no, I didn't send it in yet. You have to be someone who doesn't mind cameras and has taken this alternative way of making a living to an extreme. Oh, I don't know about an extreme. Oh, to an extreme? I haven't really done it to an extreme. Are they, is it like some kind of, uh, like to catch a predator, but to like catch a tax evader? Oh, I don't know. I bet it is. Well, see, good thing I got H&R. See, that's it, because I know that they're trying to crack down on that Airbnb shit, because they're, you know, people are like renting out their stuff. And Be- Believe me, I they're pay- tra- It's a setup, Greg. Don't do it. It's a setup. Believe me, I pay all of my taxes, because I'm on their list for all of that stuff. Yes. So... Yeah, I, I I pay everything, so I'm safe on that re- in that regards. But maybe maybe this is something. Does that mean they put cameras up all over my house? I think it's a trap. Okay. I think it's a trap. All right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, anyway, there's one. That was about the only all right. One well, is there? Let me what see. Was the now, one there's for other me? things for you. Okay. So there's a couple of different ones in here, and let me let me ask you this, sir. So this is, sure. does not require. Here here's something. I'm just going to say right up front. It does not require nudity. All right. This is already. I'm. I'm already on my way. It's Tell me for more. a party, and actually, it's happening tomorrow night. So maybe you can be involved in this. And it's. it's I'm this. actually working. I'm working at my other job tomorrow night. Well, but let me see how I much. Let can, me hear about this one. Yeah, I think you can cancel on that because okay. this this might be something you may be more interested in. Now I'll give you the headline. Foot fascinations party now hiring. So let me explain. What? Let me explain. What does that mean? Let me explain. Is it what like it a is. shoe party? Like I get free shoes? Well. Here's here's the deal, and I'll tell you what the money is because the money is not too bad. So uh, this is a person that said, "I am throwing a foot fetish party on this Thursday from uh, 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. This is a totally clean and legal party. No sexual acts or exposures. Just good, wholesome foot appreciation." So they're looking for three or more lovely ladies with well-maintained feet to entertain an expected group of twenty. So. <laughs> So he said, we want a mix of ladies. If you have cute feet, no matter race, age, or size, please send an email containing your name, age, phone, a current face and body pic. I like how they say it doesn't matter what your age is, then they want you to send your age. A current face and body pic. (laughs) Wait, I thought they said it doesn't matter what your face and body look like as long as they like your feet. 
They did. They said it doesn't matter where your age is. They're or already size is. contradicting themselves. And then they asked for age, a current face, and body pic. And a few pics that clearly show your soul's arch and a close up of your toes to be considered. Gross! For some reason, that's weirding me out. I think <laughs> for a very clear reason. That's really creepy. So there's going to be about a group of 20, and you'll be one of. How can you three possibly. Women. I mean, I'm pretty impressed that you they've been able, like, this group of guys have been, have been able to whittle down their fetish and find each other. And then I'll also be able to find ladies to yeah. share their... Like, I mean, how would you even, like, broach that subject? What if you... Craig, wait, first of all, do you, do you have a foot fetish? No, I do not. Okay. No, I had do a you roommate. Know any- who, yes, I had a roommate who had, who had a foot no, fetish. No, are people usually open about their foot fetishes? He was, especially once he had some to drink. It was always kind of unnerving because I would catch him, like, staring at a girlfriend's feet or something like that. Or if I had a guest over and it was summer and they were wearing sandals, I would... I, uh, it, it was kind of weird. There'd be like a big group, and I'd look over and I'd see him, and he'd just have his eyes locked on somebody's. <gasps> he was on really liked uh, older ladies too, right? He like was that significantly like grandma old. Yes, he, he had, liked he liked old. He liked ladies. older, powerful women, and he liked feet. These were his things. <laughs> and so yeah, he did have a foot thing, full, full on foot thing. He didn't like touch anybody or anything like that. He but he'd sit there he and would stare. observe. I think he was putting it into the memory bank. I don't even want to know what he was no, doing. And then another bank. Exactly. Yeah. So, but this thing, this is what this is going to be is a group of 20. So basically, imagine this. It would be to see if this would work. Greg, all right, no. no, There's. Let me present to you what it is, and then I'll tell you how much you're getting paid, and then you tell me if this is something you want to do. So here's how I imagine Maybe you should tell me the pay first before you start to describe it to me, so if I can start to justify it in my mind. Well, no, I'm going to tell you what it is first. So here's how I'm imagining it. So you and two other women, I'm imagining you probably sitting up on like some, some like barber's chairs or something so they can raise you up a little bit with your feet out there probably about eye level and then there's a group of 20 dudes that kind of stand around they have beers and they just stare at your feet kind of like in a like a like a booth so they walk from foot to foot and they just kind of stare at it and you know probably you'll get some heavy breathing you'll get some <sighs> okay you're you really know, like specifically saying like I, I don't know how you, i'm just why imagine- do you know how they're gonna breathe i'm imagining there's gonna be some heavy breathing and there'll be some compliments paid to your feet and then there's going to be, you know, uh, you know that this will go on for, uh, for four hours. Who the fuck has barber chairs? Well, there's something else to it, too. And this is where you can make some extra money. So you're guaranteed $25 to show up for the four hours. That's kind of stingy, right? What? There. That's not that's that not is good. that's bullshit. That's that, that's probably almost below minimum wage, I believe. I don't know what minimum wage for is. four that's hours. Be, somebody cutting it yeah, that's close. below minimum wage. OK, so the other thing, though, here's where you make the extra money. You get a minimum $20 per 10-minute private session. So 10 minutes of a private session. Now, it says no, no funny business. Said no sexual acts or exposures, although that doesn't mean that they could commit sexual acts on themselves, I suppose. So for a minimum $20 per 10-minute session. So think about that. I mean, think about that. You I'm not getting, even thinking about that. Like, I wish that you'd just stop talking. That's, I mean, think about how many how many of those you could fit into an hour. I mean, $120 an hour essentially is what you'd be getting paid. I think I think this could be something you could be looking no, at. No, I would never do a private session for anything with anybody. Well, 480 bucks. I mean, you what could are, walk, where away, are you getting you these could walk away with over $500 if you get that many private sessions. What is a private session? Well, it doesn't explain what a private session is. I'm just assuming you sit there and, you know, they, they stare at your they Yeah, stare at your I'm, I'm going to stick with the job that I have right now. However, I do have a friend on the internet who uh, I would say 
which is so funny that you bring this up because I noticed that she had posted something yesterday. So I'm I'm friends with this girl on the internet. I will not say her name or specify who she is, but uh, she's like more of an acquaintance that I've met a few times. But she's fucking insane. Okay. And she knows a bunch of people that I know. And it's so, like I love following the shit show that is her life because she's just dis- like she is the most sexually graphic person. Okay. I think I I'm surprised that like the shit that she posts on Facebook like she hasn't been blocked from it. Like not in a uh not in a not in a like ooh like a oh wow I just okay. very very much so. All right. All right. So uh I was actually looking at this and I swear to god I saw this yesterday. Where to go? Uh 12 hours ago she posted Is this going to be graphic? No. What you're about to say? No. Okay. And I it, this is a direct quote from her page 12 hours ago. I just responded to four different ads on Craigslist for foot fetish work. Oh, no kidding. That's probably it. But I think that this one, we might have a winner. Yeah, this could be. This could very well be one of those ones. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, see, she could be walking away with $500. So I'm just saying, Sarah, you should maybe think about it. I will never bit. do that, ever. Well, ever. I will live in a box on the street before I let weird men suck on my toes. All right. Well, then I'm just going to assume that you don't want this other one. No, there. I don't want that other one, whatever it is. New Fetish Club is looking for a few females who are interested in being the... Okay, I'm just going to read it how they wrote. What? New Fetish Club is looking for a few females who are interested in being the starts of their very own game night. The first night we'll be playing... Oh, a game of Naked Twister. I'm assuming you don't want to do that one, so we'll we'll cross that one out. This is what's posted. This under, is seriously. By these the way, are the jobs that are available. This is not the adult section. I, mean, I guess I should have prefaced that to begin with. This is under the Portland Craigslist talent section under gigs, which used to be all actual talent gigs where you would, you know, like I said, voiceovers and hosting and stuff that I do, not the adult stuff. Now it's all pretty much adult stuff. Okay. So you don't want that one. All right, well, there we go. Would you be a male foot fetishist? Oh, that's a good question. My feet are gross. I mean, honestly. You do have sturdy, like, hairy mountain feet. I'm not a foot person because, to me, feet just don't do it Greg is not like a human touch person. Like, anytime you touch Greg on anything... Like, he's just like, you're completely spastic. You wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody, well, if I But don't you do know, have your sturdy mountain so, climbing somebody walks up mountain and, man toes. Like, touches me in the back or puts their arm around me and I don't know they're coming. Yeah, I do. I jump. I'm, I'm very jumpy. But feet are not something I find, they're just, they're just there. Like, I'm not repulsed by feet, but they don't, they don't uh, turn me on maybe in the way that foot fetish would. Yeah. So... My feet are gross. I guess if somebody wanted to pay to look at my hairy feet, sure. W- yeah, I mean, <laughs> sure. That you was like give the me- least sexy thing I think I've ever heard. If someone wants to pay to look at my hair of toes, you want to give me twenty bucks to look at my feet for ten minutes? I mean, as long as there's no funny business, psh, whatever. I don't. I guess. I mean, it does, doesn't bother me any. So, what if someone wanted no to touching. stare at your? They wanted to stare at your feet for ten minutes, and you'd get ten dollars. Would you do it? Yeah, as long as nobody's touching. They're not touching me, and they're not touching themselves in inappropriate. Oh, so ways. they can't be touching themselves? No, they cannot. They can sit there and stare at my feet for ten minutes while I'm on the computer or whatever. Yeah, I, I suppose I would. I don't see much much losing in that situation, other than dignity. All right, what if for fifty dollars they just give your big toe just a little? No, like gross. one little lick. Nope, absolutely just one not. little lick. Nope. Mm-mm. No, and that's it. Gross. No. For fifty dollars. No. Uh-uh. While somebody posted a picture in the chat, those do look a lot like your feet. My feet are not that hairy. <laughs> of course, if you're a subscriber, go to funemploymentradio.com/live, where you get to listen to our show live for six ninety nine a month. The first week is free, and you get to see everything happening in the chat, where we have people from all over talking right now. Uh, no, my feet are not that hairy. Your toes are. 
My toes are kind of hairy. <laughs> I have non feet. As I know, because Greg always pays a visit to Mandalay Bay during the summer, so I get to see his hairy toes resplendent in his mandals. I am of partial German heritage. I have barbarian feet. Thank you. We had to climb all over mountains and, and hide from Romans and all that kind of stuff. So, yes, I have some sturdy feet. I have sturdy feet. That's, that's, that's how it works. Well, maybe people would like that. Well, 20 bucks or 10 minutes. Wow. I don't know. I would have to consider that one. Okay. I would have to consider that. All right. Well, there we go. Those are the jobs. So you really had no job to offer me. So thanks for that, Dick. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's possible you could have gotten some some work out of that. All right. Well, that's not happening. Okay. Okay. Fine. All right. (laughs) Should we we move on a little bit and go to a little bit of... Yes. Oh, wait. Are we doing me first? Sorry. I picked mine. Oh, yeah. Well, it was going to be me, but that's okay. Go ahead and stomp all over it. (laughs) With your hairy feet. (laughs) Well, sorry, I totally did that without thinking. I was like, I look, I was thinking ball talk, and I typed in World of Crazy. You mean you put yourself above everyone else and thought of only yourself? Well, well just like you, looking for your own jobs and said offering me some bullshit jobs you knew I wouldn't want after I got excited about the fact that I might make a little bit of money. Uh-huh. Thanks for nothing. Yep. Oh, my God. 15K, Greg. Yeah, I, I know. It, it's really insane. Oh, people are asking if I do have another Squatch Watch. <gasps> Greg, surprise, I do. What? I'm sorry, but Dude, I wanted to, but I saved it for you. On. This is like a present for you. I wanted to give you a gift. You can't be stealing all of the Squatch Watches. Well, I'm Squatch not watches stealing it. Thing. Did you find a Squatch Watch today? Well, no, because I was going to do something else. Yeah. Like, you always take... Well, no, I can't really take it from you if you never had it to begin with. Squatch Watches are my thing. Well, what I'm I do. sorry. Well, you can help me out by playing the Squatch Watch theme at the end, Okay. That's not You can be a big help. No, I'm not your big help. I'm not your little you helper. You can be my big helper. I am not your little helper. You can be your little helper. No. Oh. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, I saw this this morning, and I thought of you. Greg, Katy Perry and her magnificent boobs. Are single once again. Really? John Mayer must have broken his pact with the devil because she has broken up with him. Now, of course, John Mayer has been, uh, has spent the company, his time in the company of such lovely ladies such as Jennifer Aniston, Taylor Swift, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Jessica Simpson, Minka Kelly. Yeah, he is the epitome of someone who sold his soul to the devil. He sold mm-hmm. his soul so that he could play guitar and then uh, get all these hot chicks because yep. there's no other reason. There's, there's no, other no way. logical explanation other than that. I know I bring this up every time he comes up, but I've seen him in person, and he is not that good looking. I don't know what it is. Yeah, well, when you when the devil has your soul. Yes, the devil has his soul. Well, not anymore. Katy Perry, uh, just, just yesterday, initiated her split from John Mayer, her boyfriend of a year and a half. Just want to let you know. Well, hey, uh, Katy, mm-hmm. Katy Perry. That was me sending out a wink to you. That was really creepy. Don't, don't click like oh, that. All right. I do have a Darwin watch of sorts because I just want to. I just want to get this out. Just want to let you know. All right. Uh, a man from Independence Township, Michigan. Wait a minute. I, I was going to say okay. Independence no, Independence Michigan. Township, Michigan. All right. Uh, accidentally shot himself to death while teaching his girlfriend about gun safety. Oh, oh. The 36-year-old man, whose name has not been released, was showing his girlfriend how safe handguns were. 
and demonstrating more specifically how safe his three handguns were when they weren't loaded. Unfortunately, one of them was. He was attempting to demonstrate the safety of his handguns by holding each one of them to his head and pulling the trigger. Oh, wow. Handgun safety, Greg. Wow. Held the first one to his head, click. Second one held to his head, click. The third gun fired, and the man had not checked to see if there were bullets inside of it and shot himself in the head. The man's girlfriend, who was the one who witnessed it, told authorities that he had been drinking most of the day before the incident took place. Yeah. Yeah, that's not surprising. Hey! Word to the wise, Greg, if you're ever in Indiana, don't steal hot dogs. They take it very seriously. Really? This is in Bloomfield, Indiana. An Indiana man has been arrested and is facing felony theft charges after he allegedly stole a $1.49 hot dog from a convenience store. Felony charges for Felony this? theft charges for stealing a $1.49 hot dog from a convenience store. Yes, three police officers uh, looked into surveillance tapes from the store after the manager called the sheriff's department to report the fact that <gasps> a hot dog had been stolen. A hot dog had been stolen. He called the sheriff over this? Yes. After they examined the footage, the officers identified the hot dog thief as 21-year-old Ricky Joe Moore. So how was he aware that that a hot dog was missing? So he's got them all counted they out, looked, No, they looked at the su- surveillance tapes. He called them and said that there was one that was missing. Well, right, but I mean, how did he know to call the surveillance? Well, according to the reports, uh, Ricky Joe Moore filled a cup with a fountain drink, then reached into the rotisserie and pulled out a hot dog, then put the hot dog into his pocket before <laughs> exiting the store. Now, for some reason, Moore paid for the drink, but did not pay for the pocket hot dog. Okay. Well, what exactly is the... Uh person wanting for this? What, well, what, what does he want? Restitution? I, I don't know. Well, dog? no, he just doesn't. It's a felony, Greg. They took it to the, they took it pretty to the extreme. A rock a mic like a vandal. They, uh, the video also reportedly showed the license plate of the vehicle that Ricky Joe Moore was driving when he parked at the store. Uh, Ricky Joe Moore was discovered and arrested and booked in Greene County Jail. His bond has been set for $4,000. $4,000? Does this guy have previous convictions for anything? It doesn't. It doesn't even say. It just says that he is facing felony theft charges for stealing a hot dog worth $1.49. Wow. It's hardcore, man. Uh, Tony's saying when we were uh, when we were in high school, we'd put candy bars inside of Slurpee cups before they switched to clear cups. I will just say this. Someone legally distinct from me did, totally did the same thing at jewelry stores. That was the best way to... S- what? It's the best way. To, well, I mean, like the shitty jewelry stores, like the ones where like five dollar earrings and stuff. I was gonna say, is this something that's? Uh, I don't know if the seven years. No, this was like when I was a, when I was a kid. I was like sixteen. This was like. What are we talking about here? All I'm saying is like, if you go into a store with a cup, perhaps like a cup of soda or a cup this of is water, uh, someone legally somebody, distinct okay, from yeah, me. Yeah, let's make sure that's very somebody clear. legally distinct from me. And this is not recommended. Not recommended. And I'm saying, if you have a cup. You might be able to drop things into the cup and then leave the store, dump out the liquid of the cup. Now I'm nervous even having you over to my house again. I'm going to have to make sure because you've come over there with cups before. I don't I'm going to have to double check. I'm, I don't mean to insult you there, Mountain Feet, but there's nothing at your house I want to steal. Wow. Sorry about Is that. because you've already stolen it all? No, oh, yes. That's why I've stolen all your riches, Greg. I'm going to have to check my safes. Mm-hmm. I've stolen all of your hot dogs from your refrigerator and put them in my pockets. <laughs> so anyway, this guy pissed somebody off and he's being held on felony charges for stealing a hot dog. Greg, this made me think of you. Now, of course, we've all heard the overused term, 
hipsters. Yes. Of course, a lot of times. Why, why would that make you think of me? Well, just uh, let me. I'm leading up to it. Okay. All right. So we've heard the term hipsters. Of course, a lot of times it's uh, you know a lot of people uh, say that in accordance with like Brooklyn, New York, or people in Williamsburg and such. Mm-hmm. Well, Greg, if you're ever thinking about moving to Williamsburg and you can't quite get that beard as hipstery as you'd like to, mm-hmm. and have a few thousand dollars to spare, look no further. Reportedly, facial hair transplants are on the rise. In New York City and in Brooklyn. Are you serious? This yes. is an actual story? This is an actual goddamn story. Yes, a doctor by the name of Yale Halas is performing an average of one beard transplant every two weeks on men from Brooklyn's, quote, hipster-filled neighborhoods like Bush, uh, Bushwick Park Slope in Williamsburg. Wow. Dr. Halas says that, yes, interest is it's speeding up. He gets a lot of detail-oriented people, artists and architects, who live in those areas but don't feel like they can grow <laughs> the full beard that they would like. That is like, I just have to say, the rest of the world, I, I'm imagining places like other countries taking a look at this, and that's about the least manly thing I could ever possibly think of. I'm going to get a facial transplant because I can't grow a beard big enough. Another doctor named Dr. Jeffrey Epstein, who's been performing beard transplants for more than 10 years, just says now beard transplants are on the upswing. He averages about three beard transplants for, <laughs> per week in his office in Manhattan. Uh, he says whether you were talking about wanting to look more like a Brooklyn hipster or an advertising executive, this is a quote, the look is definitely to have a bit of facial hair. Yeah, uh, Rick in the live chat is that noting, is it somebody else's hair? Do they take it from other parts of your body? Well, I'm so glad you asked me. So how does the process work? Some people who are obviously curious about it wanted to know, Greg Nibbler. <laughs> I can grow a beard just fine. All right. I have one little you patch. have some like bald patches. I have one little bald patch. You could get that filled in. No, I, if I grow the beard long enough, it'll cover it up. I have one little what, patch. But you like on brush my... it over? Is it like a comb over for your face? Yeah, I have one little patch on my cheek that doesn't grow as well. Well, the rest of it, I can grow a pretty thick beard. All right. Well, let me tell you how how this works. So the hair for beard transplants is typically taken from the patient's head, roots and all, and then planted through the micro incisions on a bare patch of the face in an eight hour procedure. <laughs> Under local anesthesia, similar to how hair transplants are done. So once transplanted, the beer hair ticks root. The hair then falls out, but the roots stay and begin to grow new hair within several months. Once it's fully healed, your brand new beard can be shaved regularly and will grow back just like real hair. And it only costs, Greg, for somebody like you who has the big bald patches that you're missing in I your beard. I don't have big bald patches. Uh, it only costs $3,000 for fill-ins or $7,000 for a full beard if you'd like a fuller, thicker, manly beard. I can grow a thick beard. I if don't you want one trans- like Al from Home Improvement, this that's the $7,000 that you should get. Wow, that's a, that's the big that's time. That's a dated reference, huh? All this makes, well, here's another one. All this makes me think of is Beavis and Butthead when they uh, shaved off their pubes and glued them on their face <laughs> so they could have beards. <laughs> Well, there you have it. Beard transplants on the rise. I want to hear from somebody who decides to get a beard transplant. If you have had a beard transplant and would like to speak to us, please send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Or yeah, they do that in South Oh, Park people too. are giving some really nice advice to you, Greg. They say, yeah, Greg, you could sell your foot hair to the medical community for beard transplants. 
if I'm getting three grand to sell some of my foot hair, yeah, sure. Or you can have them take out, you know, because you have like your dark. <gasps> Maybe that's something you're not using to its full advantage. What? Maybe you should be like plucking hairs out of your head and then sell them to places. Who people want, you know, like thick brown curly I, beards. And I sell them to like hipsters on the street and just be like, no, man, this is genuine. It's genuine beard What I'm going to do beard. is I'm going to poke you in the face with a needle, then shove my hair in your this face. This is primo <laughs> beard hair, man. You just get one of those in there, it's going to spread like wildfire, you know? Let's go to an ATM right now, bro. We'll get y'all hooked up. <laughs> it's primo beard hair, man. Stop saying primo beard hair, Greg. That is so creepy. <laughs> well, and I do. Greg, I was talking about this earlier. It was just from a place of, like, I thought you'd be really excited about it. I did find a Squatch Watch for you that I wanted to surprise yeah, you with. Yeah, man. Well, that's not a surprise because I'm the one that's it supposed to do It is a surprise. Watches. That's the definition of a surprise. You didn't know that I had one well, because you hadn't looked for one. I have one. Well, it's not a good surprise because I'm one. I like to do Squatch Watches because I like Sasquatches. Okay. There's a squatch in these woods. Greg, now, of course, we do know that that man, I think, what was his name? Rick Dyer? I yeah, Rick, Rick Dyer. Dyer. Rick Dyer is now traveling around the country. What? Well, I was going to explain. What do you want? Okay, yeah. Just because I'm, I am kind of the resident Squatch expert. Rick Dyer is the man who claimed that he shot a Sasquatch two years ago, now has the body that he's going to be taking around different places, and he was going to take it to Arizona, but then he didn't go there. But now he's got the body, and its name's Hank, and it's going to be in Houston. That's where it's been displaying for the last couple of days. Yes. Well, it has been displaying uh, much to, to much success, Greg, I must say. Now, it has drawn the attention of many news outlets, including this NBC outlet, who wanted to talk to some people who have been witnessing Hank the Sasquatch's dead body that's been carted around by this crazy person, Rick Dyer. So I want to give you a little insight from people who have actually seen this. So are you ready yeah. to hear some responses? Fine. Here we go from NBC News. All right. For the body, it's so awesome. They came. <laughs> it was cool. They paid. She is convinced and ready. And they saw Bigfoot, allegedly. I think it's pretty convincing. Rick Dyer is the self-styled master Bigfoot tracker who claims to have shot and killed the mythical beast near San Antonio. He's been hauling around the carcass to events like these to prove his find is real. Why should people believe this is real, given the 2008 hoax that you were a part of? Well, it's not important if people believe it's real or not. That's totally up to them. When are you going to release the scientific evidence you say proves all this? When I want to. Kimbrier <laughs> seems unfazed by his detractors who posted videos online calling him a con man. The more haters I get, the better. So if you have any haters, you can give them to me. And that is what <laughs> that is Dyer is counting on. Trust. The naysayers, the controversy that draws the crowds who just want to see what all the fuss is about. Quite a story. Yeah. <laughs> that is quite a big put. I, I think he did kind of sell me on that, though. Mm-hmm. Something similar to this, so we're curious on what it looks like. When I saw it, I thought, yeah, why not? It it could be Bigfoot. Okay, well, all right, that's good enough. That's I good love enough that for kid me. With the, if that kid with the lisp says that it could be a Bigfoot, I mean, I'm pretty sure that I believe him. Well, and it makes sense. You know, he'll release the scientific evidence when he wants to. When he damn well feels like it. Yeah, he doesn't have to no. hold anyone. No, he doesn't need he doesn't need to prove it to anybody else. No. All right. Well, I mean, this is a, one of the greatest scientific breakthroughs of all time. It, it you, sure is. You're welcome. I just wanted to give you some news reporting on that. So there you go, Greg.
That is your Squatch Watch that you failed to find that I, I had did. to find for I you. Did. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Squatch! And that's your world crazy. <laughs> I'll do hey. it when I want to. I'm going to do it when I want to. You just kind of want to be friends with him, don't you? I do want to interview him. He's like the ultimate shithead. I absolutely want to interview him. Okay. 100%. I want to see it. But you know what? I haven't even really tried. I'm going to send him an email so we can interview him. Okay. Speaking you of uh, interviews, tomorrow on the show, scheduled <laughs> to be joining us uh, later on in the afternoon. And this is one of those ones where I'm just going to say it ahead of time. I'm assuming it's going to happen. Um, oh, it's been scheduled. It's been scheduled. Uh, we'll say we are scheduled to have in studio with us from MTV's Jackass, Steve-O. Steve-O. Steve-O, here in studio. He's going to be at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. So uh, he is scheduled to be here in studio with us tomorrow. If you have questions you want us to ask Steve-O, uh, please send those in to us. You can email you know, Greg at FunEmploymentRadio.com, Sarah at FunEmploymentRadio.com, a number of different ways. I you want to see those. his tattoo that he has of himself on his back. I'm oh, going to yeah. ask if I can see that. Ask if you can Because that is one it. of the most, ge- <laughs> most silly and it's just something I want to see. He also had Henry Rollins tattoo him while uh, riding around on a, like, four buying in a Jeep. Oh, wow. a bunch of rocks. Mm-hmm. And Henry Rollins tattooed him. So uh, there we go. Steve-O. All right. Joining us on the show. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, should we do a little bit of uh, ball talk, sir? Oh, sure, Greg. If we have to. <laughs> Was that, a, was that a zinger that you were giving me? That? I don't know. Is that what, I wasn't sure what I'm you were. not sure. It's potpourri ball, sir. Okay. Smattering. we got a few different things. I'm Greg Nibbler. Uh, let's talk balls. Balls. I'm thinking about changing it so I end it kind of in a question. Let's talk balls. No, that makes it weirder. Just trying to change it up. First up. The World Cup schedule has been announced by ESPN, and uh, they will be showing them live. USA versus Ghana on June 16th at 2.30 p.m. USA versus Portugal on June 22nd, and USA versus Germany on June 26th. I know very little about world soccer, but I can say very much I would expect that the USA is expected to go 0-3 in those matches. Ghana, Portugal, and Germany. Mm. That um, I, I know I know there all three of those places are good at soccer. Real good at soccer, those Real places soccer. are. Real Don't you like good at soccer. I took your sentence and then just kind of rearranged the yeah. words. Yeah, yeah. You, really, you really nailed that down. <laughs> uh, moving on in ball talk. Larry King. Yes, Larry King, A, is still alive, and B. Dude, remember he was in that achy breaky 2 video? That's right, he was. Mm-hmm. Well, he's going to be back on television in the Los Angeles area on Sportsnet LA, where he's going to have his new show, Larry King at Bat. And the show is going to be about the Dodgers. It's going to be an hour-long show. Yeah, I guess it already launched uh, yesterday. And it will feature interviews. Okay, it said it launched Tuesday, but then it says it starts March 18th. So I don't really understand. Maybe hmm. he's already just started recording. Uh, anyway, it will feature interviews with baseball greats and experts, such as former Dodgers star Oral Hershiser. Oh, wow. Yes, so oh, Larry goodness. King. Larry King, back in the television game. Moving, moving on in ball talk. Got a couple of stories. Uh, so, Michael Sam. Michael Sam, of course, the defensive end from the Southeastern Conference who's going to be going into the NFL. He's at the NFL Combine right now. Also, most likely going to be the first openly gay NFL player. Mm-hmm. Has uh, had some words for a few people 
who are not excited about him coming into the uh, coming into the NFL. So there's uh, there was this uh, lobbyist Jack Berkman who claims to have congressional sponsors for a bill he's proposing in the Senate banning gay players from the National Football League. Okay. So he would like to make it uh, make it illegal to be gay in the NFL, which that's just stupid. Wow. Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, Michael Sam did come out and say that um, Jack Berkman is going to have to buy a DeLorean if he would like to keep gay players out of the NFL. So basically referring that he's going to have to go back in time if he would like that to be still be the case. There we go. Michael Sam. Moving on to Baltalk. We've got this. Jason Collins, also in the NBA, the first openly gay player to play in the NBA <laughs> on Sunday. Still I'm noticing day, a pattern here. Signed a 10-day contract with the Brooklyn Nets. And usually players that sign 10-day contracts, you know, obviously most of the time you don't know even what their names are. Mm-hmm. They, they play briefly for the team and then they go away. Well, he is one of the first players ever to sign a 10-day contract and have his jersey sales skyrocket. So his jersey sales through the NBA are... Um, Selling at an incredible rate. I guess they were the number one selling jersey for that day, uh, for Monday, based on the fact that he had a 10-day contract. His wow. uh, Collins jersey for the Brooklyn Nets, number 98. Wow. Highest selling jerseys. It's like Jerry, Jeremy Lin all over again. I wonder how many jerseys he sold in his heyday. Well, okay, but th- there's a little bit of a difference there because Jeremy Lin actually played good basketball. Yes, that's uh, true. For more on. than 10 days. <laughs> yeah. Moving on in Baltuck. There we go. Just want to get those stories out of there. It's a potpourri of stories, sir. Sure. It's a few different stories. There is this. So this is something that almost happened, and it has to go back to the Olympics here. And it's a story that's being circulated right now about a radio host, a female radio host by the name of Brittany Kaysen. Brittany Kaysen is from Charlotte, and she had a job that was offered to her for the Winter Olympics in Sochi to be a host, to be a host for a for, a, for some kind of broadcasting. She said um, she received this lengthy application process from a production company in L.A., now, the production company in L.A. works with various networks, is what she was told, and they wanted her to be a live event MC beat reporter in Sochi for okay. the Winter Olympics. Like, who wouldn't want to do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you're, if you're a reporter, if you're a radio host, anything like that, somebody approaches you with that, hell yeah, why not? Why wouldn't you want to do that? So she did. She filled out all the applications. She did all this back check on the person. She did all this back check on the group. Everything all checked out. And so she even filled out a work visa, signed an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, and all of these things, and even had a preliminary contract with her salary. And she got a round-trip flight itinerary. So she was all ready to go, and then about two weeks before she was slated to depart for Russia, the talent acquisitions agent, as he was saying, called her and said, Hey, um... I need, uh, we need some more people for the host team. Can you get a few more of your girlfriends in the industry to come to Sochi with you? So she thought that was kind of weird, but she did ask some yeah. of her friends, and some of her friends even filled out visa applications as well. Now, after all of this, she started to think, well, maybe I should actually really check this out. And she called the FBI. It turns out that, yes, it was a scam. This essentially, this guy was most likely a sex trafficker. Oh, who was trying to get her over there with a bunch of her friends, and who knows what was going to happen after that. It would, But the thing that's amazing is how elaborate it was, because a lot of the background companies that he said were set up, I guess they checked out for her investigation. Now, I don't know how thorough that was. Oh, that's creepy. Really creepy. So she did avoid going over there. She didn't end up getting over there. And the FBI is now involved in trying to track this person down, but they're probably not ever going to find this person. 
So there you go. Just be careful. Be real careful yeah. about that. Here we are. Moving on to ball talk. Popria balls. Um, an Aaron Hernandez update. Do you remember who Aaron Hernandez is? He's the murdery guy, right? He's the murdery guy for the uh, New England Patriots. He's in jail awaiting charges on at least one murder. But uh, the story just broke that apparently he's he's not in general population, but he is with some other inmates. And he was allowed to take a walk in an isolated hallway by himself, which I guess normally they hadn't let him do that. And the one time he's in an isolated hallway by himself, he found another inmate and was able to uh, beat the man severely. Aaron Hernandez. Beat just beat a man severely in prison. Now the other man lived, but uh, he is—he's—he's he's hurting pretty badly. I guess he's in the infirmary. What? Uh, a, ugh, okay, yeah. whatever. What that guy's? So, uh, yeah, don't don't mess with Aaron Hernandez. He's uh, he's terrifying. All right, let's bring it back up a little bit. We'll okay. bring it back to some more uplifting things. Okay, so I, I like that. I, you know, it's a potpourri of balls. I just had to bring out some of these things, and this is what uh, you know. This is what we have to do. Um, moving on in ball sock. If this, this is kind of tangentially related. Now, do you watch Dancing with the Stars? No. Sir? Okay. I mean, I would like to say yes. Sure. Does that make me more identifiable? I don't know. Is that is that part I of it? I think people watch it. Yes, the star, those dancing stars. Yeah, they were sure awesome. neat. The way they moved in the costumes. Mm-hmm. And then that one guy did the... Well, to be honest, though, it is very impressive how people who don't who aren't dancers actually can like teach themselves how to ballroom dance and compete like that. I would never... I told you, I've been kicked out of an aerobics class. I could never do that. Would you ever do something? No. Like, you wouldn't? No. Like, say there was something like nope. a Portland local... Nope. Nope. Not for Sarah. Mm-mm. Well, there's controversy because Brooke Burke has long been kind of the, the co-host on that show. She has been removed, and she's being replaced by Erin Andrews, reporter for... I believe she's with Fox Sports now. Erin hmm. Andrews is replacing her as the as the new sidekick. On I've Dancing never with the Stars. understood the like what Brooke Burke does. I mean, she's a talking head clearly, and that's what she does. She has big tits and a nice body, and she's yep, up there and like that's all she needs. Nope. So I remember during when Storm was on Rockstar Supernova, she was the host of that too. The Brooke Burke was well, she's. I believe you already said her qualifications. I mean, <laughs> but I remember she'd be like, all, she'd dress geez. all rock and rolly for that one. She'd be like, "All right, are we ready for double elimination tonight?" I think that's the same thing she does here, only she dresses up in more like evening gowns. I think it is. I think she went from uh, yeah, from torn jeans to evening gowns. Yeah, she has she has big boobs and she's still hot. I mean, I don't know what other qualifications you need. Okay. But Aaron Andrews, who actually is a qualified reporter, is going to be the replacement. And I guess the goal is the execs wanted a whole new show and they want to appeal to a younger male following. Hmm. Shocking news. It's not going to work. No. There's not going to be a younger male following. I don't think that's going to start, go out and start watching Dancing with the Stars just because it's Aaron Andrews. No. Replacing one hot chick with another isn't going to really do anything <laughs> with that. But nonetheless, that is what they're doing. All right. And finally in Ball Talk, Sarah, Because you played the Squatch Watch, I'm going to go ahead and play this. <gasps> what did you take from me? So the NFL draft is getting ready to come up here very soon, where uh, players will be drafted. They have the NFL, what's called the NFL Combine happening right now. So if you hear any, any of your football fan friends talking about this, this is what it is. It's where all the prospective draft, well, all the draft prospects go through a bunch of tests. They see how fast they are, how tall they can jump, and they have okay. a bunch of quizzes. And so they're all basically fighting out to get drafted. And in honor of that... I have something from one of my favorite groups who hasn't put out a new song in quite some time, but this is from the NOC on YouTube. Oh, yeah. What happened to them? They were your favorite. 
it's called getting drafted because I know it. Oh, God. When I'm at the combine, coaches be looking like damn be fly. 25 on a press, breaking off a 10 on the Wonderlick test. Jump a 12-inch vertical, PFW on the lead article. In a pinstripe suit, Radio City, now give me some loot, yeah. Coach, look at that body. Coach, look at that body. Coach, I do Pilates. I work out. Coach, look at that body. Coach, look at that body. Coach, I do Pilates. I work out when I walk in the draft. This is what I see. Teams be wanting luck, but they should be picking me. I got passion in my game, and I ain't afraid to show it. Show it, show it, show it. Getting drafted, and I know it. Okay. <laughs> this is a two-year-old version, but nonetheless. Getting drafted, and I know it. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Wow. Yeah. I didn't think that Brooke Burke could possibly lose a job. Uh, well, I mean, because she hosts everything. That just It's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. She but uh, you know what? Wrong. She wants to be uh, do something here, work for the studio. We can figure something out. Okay. Oh, we do have a birthday that was sent in to me. So I do want to wish a very happy birthday. Where is it? From Derek to Brandy. To Brandy. Brandy. I guess uh, that Brandy was nice enough to be able to do this for Derek a little while ago. Oh, awesome. Because it was his birthday. And hang on, I'm just trying to pull this okay. up. Because, of course, my computer is pulling your computer and stopped working for a second there. And here we go. So very happy birthday to you. Miss Brandy. Brandy! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. right. Okay. There we are. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Brandy. Yes. All right. I think uh, we've probably done enough for today. Probably. we got to get ready for... Uh, well. First of all, we have to get ready you know, for our interview with Stevo tomorrow. And second, there are a couple shows coming up today, including a brand new one on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Indeed. Brand new show happening today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, as Sarah just said, which mm-hmm. I'm going to repeat back to her. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wanted to, uh, I wanted to do that. Uh, coming up today at 5.30 p.m. will be the premiere of The Carl Show starring Jason. Yes. Right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. So they are, we're welcoming them in. As we've talked about many times before, we're... We want quality programming. We have so many amazing shows, and so this is a new one to add to the mix, and we're very excited to have them on board. So they will be here at 5.30, mm-hmm. the Carl Show, starring Jason, and they're going to have a special guest on their show, and basically they talk to different uh, different people, different artists, different comedians, all kinds of different people. And find their inspiration. Find their inspiration, but it's in a funny way, and then they'll also play music along with it. So it's going to be very cool. The Carl Show, starring Jason. So if you're around 5.30 p.m. Pacific time, please hop into the chat, give them a hello, welcome them to the network, because we're excited to have them on board. And then followed by that, of course, we'll be Geek in the City. Of course. Geek in the City. Yeah. Speaking of which, with Geek in the City... The epic rap battle from last Saturday night will be played on the show, I believe, tomorrow. I had some tech things that go on, but I've got the audio for it. And thank you to everyone who keeps sending in pictures and videos. Yes, Please continue that's very to do helpful. so. If you have a huge file and you're unsure how, how to get it to me, send me an email because I've got a Dropbox that you can just drag it and drop it to that will get it right to us. So send me an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com, whether it's pictures, a video, or whatever it is. We yep. would uh, love to get a hold of that. And... You guys are fantastic. And we love each and every one of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You guys are awesome. All right. We're going to go ahead and take off for today. But we'll be back. 
tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Take up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.